So take a second, subscribe, hit the thumbs up. If you want to hit the notification bell, you go ahead and do that. If not, I'm okay with that. But if you subscribe and hit the thumbs up, that helps us out a lot. If you're listening to us on iTunes, give us a like and uh, leave a review. If you think we suck, tell us we suck, but make it a five-star you suck. Because that's the only thing that helps. Hold on, stop. Welcome back to the Shit Show 2.0. Okay, Boomer. Damn millennials. Wow. <laughs> Did not know that. Even flirters who, who are obviously mentally ill. Oh, this is going to go downhill real quick. What is going on? And welcome to Take on the World with... Yo! Jay Diliac. The truly man. The truly man. Don't make fun of me. There's no such thing as a truly man. And... Lexi. Lexi's <clears throat> back with us again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, she's been absent the last couple. I have. What's been going on in your world there, Lex? Uh, let's see. I hiked a total of, I think... 1,000 miles. 16 miles this week? I would walk 500 miles. <laughs> and I would walk 500 more. I'd walk 500 more. <laughs> you might. You might. Um, that was really fun. Got to see some really nice... Uh, things used some really nice views uh broke my tailbone in february you broke your coccyx my sacral you're just making up words broke that that's that was pretty fun for a while it was just hard to uh breathe it hurt completely severed uh yeah completely severed. It's like a little piggy's tail hanging down there give that a surgery kind of so what they said was as long as it heals properly i don't uh, but there are like rare cases where like it won't heal properly. And they you put your butt in a cast. You do. You have to have surgery essentially. No, do you they have your butt in a cast now? No. Um, I do. I'm supposed to like sit on like more comfortable surfaces, like softer surfaces. So like not the chair you're sitting on now. <laughs> yeah, but it's fine. Mahogany it's fine. Captain's chairs. Do you want John to go upstairs and get your pillow? Because I'll send them. No, it's fine. I I send you. <laughs> Thanks for the invite. Yeah, you're, hey, cool. You just want to be helpful, bro. <laughs> yeah, he just wants to be helpful. It's fine. Um. Just and your uh, fridge while I'm up there. And I think I think that's pretty much all I've been up to. Playing D and D, breaking my tailbone, right. hiking. Awesome. Yep, yep. And uh, Johnny, what have you been up to? We, we took two weeks uh, off here uh, taping. Uh, uh, um, what have I been up to? Uh, you don't want to know. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Stuff. Uh, Johnny and I are still preparing for our trip. <clears throat> Had a little uh, snow this week. Yeah, we didn't get very little. It's April and we got fucking snow. Actually, I was coming down. March I was coming down out of the mountains and there was a little bit of snow. And then as we came out, there was nothing. We didn't get shit. And that's the weather in Pennsylvania this time of year. Yeah, it'll be seventy degrees one day and snow the next. Did I dream? Somebody said we were supposed to get like a real a snowstorm this week. If you say snowstorm, I'm gonna. I have to smack you now. I don't. I thought that's what they said. Although I'll take that overtime, bro. I won't. I'll take that, that plowing overtime. <coughs> Not me. I don't even think we plow. We just be salting. We got a little holiday overtime this week. <laughs> it was, was nice. Hard work, too. Hard oh, work. Just ball breaking. Yes. Back crunching. The hell? That's cocoa chewing on the bone. Upstairs. 
Anyhow, <laughs> so um, so we had a couple exciting weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> what's our topic today, there, Lexi? Topic today is uh, the name rhymes with Kirk. Kirk Cobain. <laughs> <laughs> We were just commenting on how hard it is to say Kurt Cobain. If you say Kurt Cobain. Cobain. You can't say Kurt Cobain. You sound like a moron. Well. Well, I always sound like a moron. I was going to say, how's that different from any other time? That's For either one of us, John. I'm not not just piling on you. (laughs) Um, So tell us your little Kurt Cobain story. Okay. So... Once upon a time. Once upon a time. No. <laughs> so, Narnia. So, so first, I want to ask, like, what what was your like top top song from the nineties? Twop. 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 What's uh, your twop song from okay, the nineties? Okay, it 90s? wouldn't be Nirvana. It's Nirvana. Whatever. <laughs> okay, then we'll do this. Tell me your top song and what you think the top song of the decade was, regardless of if you liked it or not. Oh, the top song of the decade decade is going to be smells like teen spirit absolutely because it, it was the, it was the root of grunge yep it like that and xers that and green day mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like define that whole grunge thing yeah. but i was still a motley crew fan so. so what's your favorite in the 90s uh dr feelgood dr feelgood yeah yeah oh, <laughs> it's a good one it is it's a fucking awesome album dr feelgood gangster's paradise Oh, <laughs> okay. And then the Weird Al remake. <laughs> no, <laughs> living in a homeless paradise. I've turned better once or twice. <laughs> I think my favorite song of the '90s would have to be "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time." Wow. <sighs> oh, uh, uh, hold it. Not it's something by Aaron Carter. Oh, you're right. I also like. Do you know what's funny? Because when we did our concert episode, and if you go back, and I'll link it down below, we did a, an episode on our favorite concerts and concerts we didn't like. And my least favorite concert was your first concert. Yes. Hmm. And it also was one of Katie's. Really? Yes. Katie was there. Like Katie was there. Oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. So that was Aaron Carter, the O Aaron tour. Oh Aaron. I also liked uh, TLC. TLC's good. I loved a lot of the club music. I always thought Left Eye was hot. It was a good song, but that was like, I always like, okay, I like their other shit. Macy Gray? Uh, Not right now. What the heck? What was that song? Hearing me softly. Okay, yeah. That was not a club song. Uh, We're not talking about club songs. I'm just saying, TLC, they played in the clubs. Well, I was thinking like Soulful. Yeah, it's awful, you know. Like, very white. As, yeah, um, <laughs> as far as the 90s, I was stuck on, like, Led Zeppelin. Oh, yeah. The Clash. Well, holy, you were up. Um, you were like a, a spiked-haired punk rock motherfucker. Yes, I was. <laughs> well, I'll t- let me Hold on, let me tell you the story. So, I was like a fucking... Fuck me, I guess. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> this is my podcast, damn it. <laughs> let me tell my story, woman. <laughs> So, yeah, I listened to... Talk like, to my daughter like that again, I'm going to punch you in the mouth. <laughs> that was a delayed reaction there. Because it was funny, too. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> I, uh, I listened to, like, uh, Led Zeppelin. Um, oh, God. I can't think of the Clash. 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 He um, said that. All that old, like, 70s music, because that's what my dad always played. And then... 
come the 90s, my sisters were all into Nirvana. Nirvana. Uh, yeah. It's I, not Nirvana. <laughs> I was in one of their, their videos. It's like, hey, welcome to the band Nirvana. That's because some some tweaky dude who doesn't know what he's talking about. No, that was one of their music videos. Yeah, it was in the- yeah mm-hmm. they, they they were introducing it by like yeah. someone didn't know who they were. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like Elvis Presley. Yeah, I can see them. I forget what Elvis the video Parsley. was. <laughs> Elvis Parsley. Elvis Parsley. Not while I'm drinking. <laughs> oh, Dark uh, beard and a nose hurts. <laughs> oh, have a blue Christmas <laughs> without you. <laughs> so, that one's for you, Katie. <laughs> so I, I got into that slightly and. Not too much, but it was there because mm-hmm. both my sisters were, like really into that. And then we moved back to PA, and that's when I started. I met one of my friends, and he was all into punk rock music. And then I shifted. I went to yeah, all like I still love Led Zeppelin and like CCR and all those great like. Oh, yeah, but like when, when we first met, uh, we talked a lot about punk rock because we yeah. Like we both love the same punk rock bands. Yeah. Like yeah. my my music take as as we said in our concert episode, very, which very I'm linking below, uh, is very eclectic. Mm-hmm. I like a lot, and Lexi and Nathan I'm a similar way. Like I've always said, I like music if it has a good beat. Like it doesn't matter; it could be anything as long as it makes you feel some kind of way. Like it, like I have a rule: I don't it could be rap. It could be whatever. I don't I judge a song until I've heard it three times. Once I listen to the music. Once I listen to the lyrics, and the third time I listen to it all together, and, really and how it blends, and I, I, what's that? I have a really good song for you. If I have to listen to a horrible song three times, you might get punched. I, I, no, I go, <laughs> I go straight for feeling. Like if I don't like it right away, done. I don't. I don't. I'm no, no, because the there, there's a song that a country song that I did not like the first time I heard it, and now every time it comes on, I sing along with it. I like it, but I, I didn't give it a chance. But when I did give it a chance, when I, when I went back to my original rule, listening to it three times, I kind of, I kind of, it, it fits. It goes like, good. I even like like Frankie Valley. I love Frankie oh, Valley. Harry Connick Jr. Okay, I yeah. love Harry and Frank Sinatra. <laughs> like I love yeah. that. Did you ever see that movie Copycat with Harry? Yes. Con- yeah, Harry Chronic Jr. I like Chronic Jr. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he got caught. <laughs> They're coughing. He ran out of weed and got busted. <laughs> trying to buy more weed. <clears throat> uh, what I was going to say, though, is that I think... Did John... I tell you I wrestled with Iron Cheek? The night... The, the night no, after... I never knew that. Listen, the night, the night after he flew to Texas, the next week when he left Texas, he got busted in the airport, airport with weed. <laughs> you tell me that, yeah. Uh, but what I was saying is that I think John is the age that, like, I wish... I was, if that makes sense. Like, no. I wish I could have experienced the 90s in a, at an older age. Oh, okay. I get that. Like, that, was my, that was my teenage years. Yeah, that's the what, height of Nirvana. That's when I and wish that I would have been a teen. I actually, I honestly, I I did not like Nirvana because my sister liked them. And I was right. like, I wanted to identify as like... I don't want to like what she likes. Right. She, he wanted to identify as his own person, but now he's just his sister. 
What? You just listen to what she your sister just said what? you have a vagina. I'm gay? <laughs> she just said you have a vagina. Your sister's gay? <laughs> Wait, what? Did what is happening say? here? Whoa. <laughs> I think we're off course. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> no, because you were like saying how your sister was like, oh, read this book, read this book, read this book. Like you just listen to That's what my older sister, anyway. yeah. Like, no. I can't, I, I, I'm not a big reader. You can't read. <laughs> I, I don't it. know how to read. Say it. <laughs> don't know how to read. That's the... <laughs> like Spongebob when he writes those, the essay and he holds up the paper and it's just the, the really, really like big and like eclectic word the, like written out in like script. Oh my gosh. So anyways, like we were saying. <laughs> before, we, before we went way off topic. <laughs> Smells Like Teen Spirit, probably like the top song in the 90s. Like It, it is. It defined the 90s. It defined the 90s. It kind of like bleach and never mind defined like grunge. But isn't Smells Like Teen Spirit kind of a creepy name so, for a song? Smells Like Teen Spirit. It's about deodorant. Yes, it is. No. Well, that was the name. The, the, no, it's it's about. Teen Spirit was the deodorant. Yes, but it's about young girls. So it came about Kurt Cobain in the yeah, late I really like... 80s, I think, the late 80s. He was dating this girl that was in like a. Like a spin-off grunge girl band, essentially. It's called... I forget what it's called. It's like called Girl something. I don't oh, know. I know that band. I actually know that band. Um, I didn't know Hole, but I know that band. <laughs> so... I can play that whole song on guitar. It's not very hard. Which one? <laughs> well, they, they... Well, go ahead. But I'll get into it. But they told him that his song... His music would never go anywhere because yes. it's chords. Yes. Because he played power chords. Yeah. And yeah. everybody like looked down on power chords. And power chords are the best way to do what you want quick. But power chords. They, they said it's a lazy man's way to make a song. Yes. But, but it worked. It worked for them. Yeah. yeah. It also worked for... Uh, a lot uh, of people. Neil Young. Yeah. <laughs> well... He's the classic... He talk like this. The three chord king. Yeah. So, but it... He was Johnny dating Cash. He was dating this girl from a different band, and one of the other girls in that band was friends with him, and she spray-painted on his wall, Kurt smells like Teen Spirit, because Teen Spirit was the brand of deodorant that his girlfriend wore, and he thought it was, like, some sort of, like, revolutionary thing, like, he didn't realize that this is just a brand of deodorant. He didn't realize it was an insult? He didn't realize it was just, like, you smell like your girlfriend's deodorant. He was, like... You're fucking right. This is Teen Spirit. Fucking revolution, man. And that's like why he named the song Smells Like Teen Spirit. And then it became an anthem. Better to smell like Teen Spirit than something else of your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. You smell like fish, Kurt. Well, so I guess uh, I wanted to start out with like his uh, his early childhood and like the beginning of his life and everything, obviously. Wait, so. hold on. What are the first lyrics of that? No, no, I'm good. Bring your friends as far I don't know what word you just said. The, the words that you came out of your mouth mean nothing. Isn't that how Kurt Cobain sounded, guys? Yeah. I'll tell you right now, we'll never get a copyright strike for that rendition. <laughs> it's load up on guns, bring your friends. That's what I said. That's not what you said. Yes, it is. It's fun that to is... lose and to pretend. That's exactly what I That's said. That's not what is it said. Yes. Are you sure? I'm positive. Because I'm not... What came out was... <laughs> what, what, what you're thinking in your head is that. <clears throat> what came out was... <clears throat> so how is that song about young girls? 
smells like teen spirit always get put that imagery in my head. The, the name of the song. Oh, so that's what you think. Right, it's just an imagery thing. And also he says... Well, music, look. She's overboard and self-assured. Music okay. is about imagery. The songwriter, and this is why... Uh, I digress. This is why I listen to a song three times. The songwriter, the lyric writer, will have one thing in mind when he writes the lyrics. The singer may have something else in mind. And then the person who writes the music, the singer is a songwriter. Then, then they they coincide. If they 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 wrote the music too, then they coincide. But most most of the times, that's not the like case. Danzig wrote all the all the songs for the Misfits lyrics and, and sang yeah. lyrics and music. I don't know about the, like the actual See, chords of the song. That's what I mean. Like he wrote he wrote the lyrics and sang the lyrics. Okay, but that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Kurt Cobain wrote the lyrics, helped write the music, and sang. And so, uh, a song, a songwriter, the, the lyric writer, and the music writer may see that the lyrics two different ways, or may feel the song two different ways, and the singer may per- portray it a different way, and and that's why you, you get sometimes like a songwriter say, "Well, this is what I meant when I wrote the song," and you'll have a a, a, a singer say, "Well, this is what I was thinking of when I wrote the song," right. but as a listener, you may get something completely different from it, and then. That's why I like to go back and see the history of the. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a perfect art. example. Yeah, absolutely. I'll give you a perfect example of that. Um, uh, like, well, wow, shit! What was that fucking old '70s song? That's it a was, really good example that you have. Hold on, no, wait, wait, wait! No, it was just in my head. It was. Run up like a douche, another owner in the night, blinded by the light. You mean blinded by the light? If you ever read the lyrics, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You get see, she got it. She got it. We're totally getting a strike on but that. There one. was no douche. Doesn't he sound like he says douche? Yeah, <laughs> revved up like a deuce. If you read the lyrics, it says revved up like a deuce coop. Yes. And he does not say he, he never says coop. He drops it. But the lyric writer wrote one thing. Deuce coop. <laughs> the singer sang something else. Yeah. And the music was just there. Right. Yeah. So we think he's saying. <laughs> but that's that's a classic song. Yeah. Well, and, and I always wanted to do a, a an episode for us of the most misspoken lyrics. Oh my gosh, there's so many good ones. The problem Listen, is in my generation, there are so many good ones. Fallout Boy, all of their lyrics are misheard. Who the fuck is Fallout Boy? I know you like them. I always like. But the problem is, you have to play the music. We get a copyright strike for. Hold it. on, wait. I, I I'll, I'll give you a perfect I'll example of misspoken lyrics. Yeah. Anything I'm, I'm no- that you have ever said. Yes. <laughs> I'm notorious because, like, I, I I hear shit. Like, I, I'm like, I, I'm like, what, what the fuck? There's a comedian does a great bit on this. So when I was younger, when I was a kid, like eight years old, I always thought that um, one song, uh, every time you go away, yeah. I thought he said, you take a piece of meat with you. You take a piece of me with you. Well, I know. if you're going on a long trip, you take beef jerky with you. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's so smart. Oh, beef every, jerky, time you, yeah. every time you go away, you're going you're gonna to get oh, hungry. Oh, that's so smart. Yeah, and that's exactly. Until I'm eight years old, I'm like. <laughs> okay, you were eight. I'll give you that. Like, you go away. <laughs> you're going to get hungry. <laughs> and you're going to want some meat. So I will want Four meat. Four years after that, I was in Austria. Can you believe if I would have said something like that? And then I went to Austria. Okay, when I was young. Since we're on that topic, since we branched off. <laughs> yeah, this is our new topic today. There's a song. It's Band on the Run. Band yeah. on the Run. Paul McCartney. Okay. And the Wings. I always thought they were saying Man on the Run. 
Man on the Run. It's Band okay. on the Run. It was about the Beatles. Right, but I didn't know that. Like, yeah. I was a kid. I don't know. I feel like maybe I knew a lot more about music than you guys did. No. You've been to, like, this many concerts, and I've been, you should have been, our, been on our concert episode, which I'm linking below. It's linked below. You're like me. You felt you were born in the wrong... Like, I should have been born in the 70s. Cause that, no, I think like, I would have been good in the 70s or in the 90s. I think I, I, was, think I would have liked the 80s, but I think... Oh, the 80s fucking rocks. I feel like the 70s is when, like, women were like, oh, like, we were wearing bras and we're empowered. And I think I would have been, like, okay then. But, like, in the 80s, I feel like, especially in, like, a lot of media, you still... And I mean, obviously, you have the decade of decadence. You see, like things like aliens and shit, where you have a really strong female protagonist. But it wasn't like that a lot of times. I feel like you still see a lot of women in like secondary roles, but they're still coming up. Like, are you, are you like, like doing the whole woman power thing? No, I'm just talking about like why I would have been good in each decade. I think okay. I would have liked the '80s, but I don't think that I would have been like in a bunch of groups like I am now, where I can play D and D whenever I freaking want to. I feel like I might have been a little bit discriminated against. No. Maybe I mean, not with some groups, but I feel like with the majority of, you know. I saw your league. Um, I was born in the right time, honestly, because I got the 60s and 70s music. Yeah. Because I, I was a, a young man. I was born in 1970. So I got the 60s and 70s music, which is just is great music. And then I got the fucking hair metal fucking 80s, which I love. Yeah, see, I missed that. My, my oldest sister got the hair metal bands. And I also got the club music of the 80s and early 90s. Yeah. And then I got the grunge, which I only like some of the grunge. Right. I, I, I like most of the I like most of the music. Mm-hmm. I don't like most of the bands. Right. But I got that. But then you also got, you know, Metallica coming up. You got all those great heavy metal bands coming up. And then then music just stopped. Like you got the 2000s. And and there's just shit music now. Well, I'll stop so for you. Okay. Like some some of the um, what do they call that? Trap rap. Trap. Like uh. Like uh. <laughs> certified freaks seven days a week. <laughs> like the the shit like my fucking nephew listens to. I like Ray Doe better than any of the fucking new music. I don't know. I don't know who your nephew is. Well, no, I know that, but I don't know what he listens to. Like popular fucking rap music nowadays. Like oh, rap, yeah. rap has like changed. Rap is not rap anymore. So there is there's... this subgenre of rap that has like lo-fi music mixed into it that I really really like, and I hate rap. And then there's this other subgenre of rap that's like joke rap, and I love it. Like Lil, Lil Nas, like no. I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. That's just like like mainstream. all that. Yeah, and um, so like I like Biggie Smalls. Yeah. Um, now my brother-in-law, he loves uh, Wu Tang Clan. Okay. Yep. And their Wu-Tang music's pretty good. I just don't know a whole lot about them. Yeah. And <laughs> what else? Um, See, I grew up with Tupac. Tupac, EPMD. My sister. UTFO. I remember Run my sister DMC. first got the uh, Run DMC, the Dr. Dre CD with the Chronic, and it had the big pot leaf on it. My, <laughs> I remember my my fucking mom and my stepdad confiscated it and like I remember talking about it at the kitchen table like oh my god look at this and they opened up look at these lyrics like they're talking about gin and juice and and that's the worst thing yeah and they I think they eventually gave it back to her but you know that was I remember all that shit like I remember hiding my Luke Skywalker <laughs> hey we want some you don't remember that 
No? Do you remember that? The Luke Skywalker? Hey, we want some pussy. No? Oh, that was Luke Skywalker was vulgar. What is that? I have no idea. I thought you just like had like an action figure that you did weird things to. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to know about it anymore. Hey, I'm going to bend over. <laughs> Pull my pants down. What was the name of the, the rap group? I can't remember. <laughs> Listen. Yeah, so you're older than me, so you're, you're, this is kind of like a weird, like, you know. Yeah, it's, it's like, boop, boop, boop. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. We are so far off topic. It's been but like an hour and we haven't honestly, talked about anything. We're, we, honestly, this is, two kind of crew. What, this is kind of what I wanted. Luther okay. Campbell. Two what? live crew. Two live crew. <laughs> I remember you used to have a cassette tape. Bloods and Crips. The one side was Bloods. And the, the other side was Crips. No, you don't say. You you can't really. Be. <laughs> I <What>? swear. <laughs> it can't be. Was one side blue, one side red? No. <laughs> well, that was the gayest thing I've ever seen him do. Did you see that? That is not the gayest thing I've ever seen him do. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, no. <laughs> I did not have a lisp on the he end did. of it. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> there, yeah, there was a little lisp. No. Bro. I love what you said. I, I should have mentioned it. It was uh, Friday. We are so far off topic. <laughs> I so- wanted the discussion about music. I like that. Okay. We're, 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 cool. we're, cool. <laughs> we're sitting in the office on Friday. And you're like, you know, I thought about it. I got Sunday off. He's like, I'm I'm not coming in Monday. I'm just not doing it. I forget how you. I'm just, just not doing it. I'm just, I'm just, and you were like so serious. like, And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, because we, cause we worked overtime Friday. I, I I want my three day weekend. Fuck it. Yeah. So what was your holiday then? My holiday was Friday. Right. So okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah my my yeah, actual holiday was Friday, and I, I worked all day. Yeah. I'll tell you what. This was a confusing week because. Well, it's my holiday was. You, you guys got all fucked up when your schedules got. I was off Thursday. What the hell day was my holiday? Wednesday? No, I worked Wednesday. Your, your holiday was Thursday. Holiday was Thursday. Yeah. Okay. So. Ugh. If the actual holiday's Friday, don't even get me started. Don't even get him started. I'll get started. Oh my God! Kurt Cobain, born Kurt Donald Cobain. We're never getting through this. <laughs> Nobody cares. We all know the backstory. So he was. Born, I didn't know his middle name was Donald. Yeah, his middle name was Donald. See, his I dad, learned something. Too. His dad's and you guys Donald. learned something too. Yeah. Okay. Shut up. It's my turn. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> he was born on February twentieth, nineteen sixty-seven. I was born on February twenty-first. Nobody cares. Your mother was born February 23rd. I know. That's why my badge number is 223, so I never forget. Kurt Cobain's daughter was born 13 Francis. days after you. Frances Bean. Yeah, I didn't know it was a girl mm-hmm. until her picture came up because I was researching this. Yeah. So a Google, couple of years ago, she just went through a divorce. Google actually has to intrude in my life and, and throw yeah, shit at absolutely. me. Absolutely. So her. Yeah, Frances is a girl. The fr- yeah, I didn't know that. Frances Bean. Because um, so, he said Frankie. Yeah. Like, he, in his suicide note, he it's said, Frankie. take care of Frankie. Yeah, Frankie. I knew a Bobby that was a chick. You also knew uh, Mike. Yeah. Mike the chick? Yeah. Her name was Michaela. Mm-hmm. They used to own Joey Peeps. Yeah, Joey Peeps. Her name was Michaela? Not Sherry. Before Sherry. It was Greg and Michaela. Sherry. Sherry just texted me. I got to text her back. Sherry, baby. So, Cherry, baby. 
<laughs> this is just going to be the episode where Lexi tries to talk about her topic and doesn't. Sherry, won't you come out tonight? Come out tonight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he was the first grandchild on both sides. Everyone adored him. Um, his aunt and uncle said that he had showed an interest and talent in music. Oh, sorry. From a young age. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> yes, I am. He had a younger sister, Kimberly, that was born uh, April 24th, 1970. Oh, I never knew that. I never knew he had a sister. You said that was born. Yes. Kimberly. That was born. That was born. Okay, wow. I'm stupid. I'm looking at this screen and I'm like, (laughs) what the fuck is she reading? I don't see what the hell she's talking about. (laughs) Those are my notes, bro. Yeah, I I realize that. Those are history notes. (laughs) (laughs) I I have some notes. Four. <laughs> There's one more down here. There's one more on the next well, page. I think the, the second page has nothing to do with Coco Bay. <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, Kurt's mother, her name was Wendy, and she was a waitress. Wendy. His father was Donald, and he was a mechanic. In 1976, um, a week after Kurt's ninth birthday, his parents divorced. So Coco Bay was just a little older than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wendy noted that after the divorce, Kurt's personality changed. He became rebellious and introverted. Hold it. This is where I got to interject my notes. Because while they were going through a divorce. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, at eight years old, Kurt wrote his first piece of poetry on the wall of his bedroom. And it was, Dad hates Mom. Mom hates Dad. It simply makes you want to be sad. Oh, it does. That that is thought to be the first poetry hero. Yeah. Although he was very artistic he loved and musically him. inclined at a young age. Yes. Continue, Lex. Thank you. Um, Kurt himself commented on the profound impact this change had on him in an interview saying that, uh, I remember feeling ashamed for some reason. I was ashamed of my parents. I couldn't face some of my friends at school anymore because I desperately wanted to have the classic, you know, typical family, mother, father. And I apparently wanted... he was bullied too. Yes. I wanted that security, so I, I resented my parents for quite a few years because Kids are of that. Kids are mean. He got bullied, and then he also bullied his step-siblings. Right, yeah. In turn. They said that he, he turned around, he was ended up being a bully, too, which... It happens. It sucks. That's what happens. Kids are vulnerable. I hate bullies. Vulnerable. Yeah. I hate bullies. Let's just talk about bullies for a second. I fucking hate bullies. Yeah, <clears throat> me too. Me like, too. I just want to go up to a bully and say, where's your dad? Because I'm going to beat the fuck out of him and show him what it feels like. Because he taught you to be like that. Right. I remember I, I beat the piss out of this fucking bully. I used to, my parents would drop, my The mom, best thing is watching a bully get his ass kicked. My mm-hmm. mom and stepdad would drop me off at the Y when I lived in Arkansas. And. That explains a lot. I was like, you know, I wasn't as tall as everyone else. And I remember this fucking kid kept picking on me. And he, he was like this, like that much taller than me. And. He picked on me, picked on me, picked on me. And then one day I just fucking had enough. And I, I remember, I think I jumped up and I just, I clocked him in the fucking jaw as hard as I could. Or in the eye. And I beat the fuck out of him. And the he next day, it. he came back to the Y. And his eye was all big and black. Never bothered me again. Never said another word to me again. One day I'll tell you my bully story. So, you realize that, like, okay, I'm getting somewhere with this. You want to fuck with me? I'm going to. Yeah, you know, fucking hit you. Yeah, you gonna stop? I still shit. got bullied after my 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 stand up, but not for a couple of years. 
So, um, after the divorce, Kurt's mom, Wendy, had full custody of Kurt and Kimberly. But shortly after, um, her new abusive boyfriend moved in and Kurt's attitude got worse. Um, her boyfriend would abuse her quite often. Broke her arm or something. Yep, sending yeah. her, send, send her to the hospital with a broken arm. Mm-hmm. You know what? Maybe I should, I'm not going to say I, that. I'm going to say this. If you're a dude and you smack up a woman, you grab up on a woman, you hurt a woman, you're a fucking piece of shit. Don't listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like puppy nipples for Ohio. <laughs> I, I don't want people like I, that. I, I was going to say something, but I'm not going to put that. I'm not going to air that. The grievance. I'm just going to say I, I grew up in that environment and, and I got... I got no respect for a man who will, who will fucking... If anybody ever fucking did that to you, Lex, I would fucking kill him. Mm-mm. They would not find the fucking body. Mm-mm. And I didn't just say that on camera. Take that part out. <laughs> no, I'll leave it in. Fuck it. It's a warning. It's not a promise. <clears throat> so, after this incident, um, Wendy... No, don't worry about that. I play with this thing here. Oh. Uh, when is that why that one's betting yours, is it? I think they came like that. I don't know. It's got banged up over, over shipping. Uh-huh. From China. It was stuck in the Suez Canal. <laughs> or Same. Panama Canal, whatever the fuck that Suez, was. Suez. Suez. Um, so she sent Kurt to live with his dad, Donald. And up until Kurt was 12, things seemed pretty good with them. Um, he and his father would go camping every weekend, and they spent a lot of time together. Uh, but then his father got remarried. And she was a raging bitch. They got along for a little while, up until the the new son was born. Yeah. Well, he started picking on the kids. And yeah. You know what? You know what my favorite effort. Nirvana album is? Is the the live one. Oh my gosh! Yeah, unplugged. Oh, it's the best one. Yes. Oh, I, I saw a video on that. It's so good. When I was doing research for this, I actually saw a video, and and he mostly did covers. Yeah. But yeah, the man who sold the world. Well, absolute genius. That. Yeah. Probably one of my favorite songs off that whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's so good. That yeah. is one of the But did you know why he did covers? I don't know why. Because <clears throat> he felt that his music, the way it was written, because he wrote, we just talked about this, yeah. he wrote his stuff. Um, he felt that it, it needed to be played the way he wrote it. Mm-hmm. So he did a couple of his songs, <clears throat> and he just was not happy with them, and that's why he did covers. And he could do other people's covers acoustically, yeah. But he didn't. He felt like his needed to be done a certain way, right? And, and that's that's an artist. I don't know if he. Uh, well, here's another note: when he did unplugged, they did not want anything might. They yeah. didn't want any electric or nothing, and he insisted on it. Like I, no, I want this the way I want it. Yep. I want the candles. I want mm-hmm. like a dark theme, and I want I want um, amps and. Like, yeah. I, don't know. Yeah. I never watched MTV. <clears throat> like I, I was never a big MTV watcher. I did watch that. It was one of the best yeah. things that. And I'm not a Nirvana fan by by any stretch of the means. And I forget who. I remember they they took the bassist from some oh god some punk band, and he's like, "What really? You 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 really want me there?" And he's like, "Yes, I want you to play in on it." So they had. <laughs> I think they had two bassists. You might want to fact check me on this. 
<laughs> our fans can fact check us, and if you think John's wrong, or you have no, 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 John's no, wrong, no, it's it's there, it's it, it's in there. It's, it's, it's take on the road four one one at gmail dot com. <laughs> yeah, I might be a little off, you know, but you'll get the hint. But he took, I can see the dude's face, and he's sitting on like a high chair, like it was Jerry Only. <laughs> yeah, Jerry Only with a. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Lex had a chance to meet him, and she didn't. I, I so did I. I had to work. I was so oh, pissed. I I actually had to fight to get her in the venue. I was like thirteen. Oh, I gotta piss, guys. You hold it down. Really? Right back. Yeah. Like, come on, really? <laughs> you baby bladder. We get so bad. You were fifteen. You you were almost sixteen. I thought it was like fourteen or something. No, I think you were fifteen, and. I, I argue because, like, I the dude actually called me and said, "Hey, the misfits are coming. Do you want to come up?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, I want to bring my daughter." I'm like, yeah. I, I love my daughter to see the misfits because I've seen the misfits how many times? Right. And we went up there, and the, the guy at the door was giving us a hard time. And I said, "Well, call Mike. Call Mike out." Yeah. Like, he's the one who invited me up, but he knew I was bringing my daughter. Yeah. Like they, they said, "You gotta be, you gotta be eighteen to be in here." I'm like, "Well, she gonna be fifteen and be in here." She gone, and you you would you would uh, Bree were fifteen and in there, yeah. Or was Bree the next year? Bree didn't go with us to the Misfits. She did the second year. I don't think she did. She did. We went twice. I know we did. The first time it was just you and me. The mm-hmm. second time was you and Bree. Hmm. And me. Hmm. You, me, and Bree. Hmm. Text her and find out. Oh, well. Because we were up there, and they said you just have to stay on that side because. This side is 21 and over. Yeah. But the first time, you were so tired. It's like when we went to Switchfoot. Remember when we went to Switchfoot? Yeah. Oh, my God. That was all the way in Pittsburgh, though. No, no, no. It was, it was Philly. Sorry, Philly, yeah. It was at the Trocadero, which yeah. is... It was nice. It was a great venue. Awesome. I love that venue. Yeah. I've seen, like, punk bands there. Yeah. And we went down. We were in line forever. Mm-hmm. My feet and my knees hurt so bad. We got in there. They had, like, eight opening bands. Yeah. And you listen to one Switchfoot song. And I was like, I gotta like, go. Dad, I'm really, really tired. Can we go? I'm like, really? <laughs> and I didn't want to argue too much because my knees were really killing me. It was yeah. before my surgery. Oh, but, my gosh. Good times. At least you got to see one one or two of their songs. I think you saw two of their songs, and you're like, Dad, can we go? I'm really tired. Yeah, I think it was two like, of them. Like, you could barely stand Because they up. did um, Dairy to Move. I remember Dairy to Move. Uh, let's see. It says Nirvana Unplugged Cast. Kurt Cobain, Dave Grohl, Chris Novoselic. That's it. That's the regular one. <laughs> Pat Smear. Pat Smear. Pat. It was Smear. a Pat Smear. Yeah. Pat Smear. <laughs> Pat Smear. Kurt Kirkwood. What band was Pat Smear from? Foo Fighters. In the drum, oh. yeah. Foo Fighters, Germs, Germs, Nirvana, Germs. That's it. Yeah, that was a punk band. Yes, <laughs> Foo Fighters. No, do just as long as there's one left. That's good. Because that the other one's for Deb. I don't know what to tell you to get me. What about me? Get me something. He was also in Adolescence, Meat Puppets. Fire? Yeah, that's good. Unless did you try the dumpster fire? I don't know. Let her have the dumpster fire. 
Again, give me the birthday suit. I want to do that as a beer review, but it's been in there Drink for... Drink the nitro. No, the nitro's for a beer review, for, for real. Uh, I have two. I have a left hand and I have a, a southern tier. Oh, you know what? You could have got me the last Raging Eagle. Get me the last Raging Eagle. Yeah. Deb said she'd stop and get one for her friend. Double nickel. Uh, double nickel in Jersey. Ooh, the chocolate stout with cayenne pepper. It's actually pretty good. We, Yo! Did you see our beer review on that one? I like cayenne. Uh, you should really watch our beer reviews. If you haven't seen our beer reviews, please. Link down below. Link down below. <laughs> oh, I love this. That's not a painful. I love this stovepipe, man. <laughs> that's what you wow. get with a professional podcast. Yes. <sighs> you didn't even know he was on a pee break because we were talking. It's true. I'm um, sorry. Did you like that? It's good. If you don't like it, you can have this. It's a little dark, but I like it. I would rather have this. Wait, which one has more alcohol? That one. This one? Yeah. For sure. Are you sure? Because that one's bigger. This one. Yeah, that one's like, that one's, that one's pretty high. This is 6%. That one was like 8? 7? 8.8. Yeah, let's switch. I like it, but I don't want to drink that much. Oh. You're going to drink it. So then never mind. You just said that like you wanted it. You want this one? I'll switch with you. No, that one's even more. Thank God. I do yeah. want it, oh, but... Really? That's I, more than 8? I don't know. Yeah, let's say something. What is it? I don't know. It's a side on the side. It says on the side. It has to, by law. No, it doesn't. 8.2. Yes, it does. Nine. Nine. <laughs> it's a German beer. Nine. 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 I'll be the same. Nine. Nine. Um, so. Okay. <laughs> That's what we do when we do our beer reviews. We open it right next to the. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So, Kurt and his father did camping trips. Oh. Kurt's Sorry. dad got married. New baby was born in nineteen seventy nine. Um, on Shuck. so during he had this scoliosis. Time, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't mention that he had scoliosis. No, because no, that didn't. wasn't in my notes. Oh, he had scoliosis. Is yeah, that relevant? Who cares? It's just an interesting fact. It's what well, it has to do with the pain in his back. Yes, and, and why he he said he had to self medicate. I get that. I get a lot a couple, of pain in my back. There are a couple hips. things here. I'm glad earlier in my life I didn't get pain in my back, but I'm starting to get it now because I'm getting older. It's terrible. Watch your mouth, Lex. I'm changing. Yeah, you said. No, I hiccup. You kerfuffled. <laughs> you what? She kerfuffled. So kefuffled? during this time period, kerfuffled the kerfuffle. Donald is is trying to petition for full custody of Kurt uh, for Donald. his mom, Wendy. So in 1979, June 20th, 1979, finally, Donald um, gains, or rather, Wendy, Wendy gives Donald full custody of Kurt. Well, I didn't know about the custody battle. It just seemed like these two passed him back and forth, back and forth, back really? and forth. After this, Nothing. it gets really, really bad. Because... Uh, well, he ends up going to live with... Everybody. Whoever. He lives with everybody. He's like me. Yeah. That's what we were talking about. He's traveling about. from fucking house to house. Yeah. So I went through that, bro. <laughs> so uh, this is going on. You know, Donald feels like maybe this will help him feel like part of the family. If I get full custody of him, he can, you know, 
reintegrate into this family because therapists who had talked to them about Kurt, who had talked to Kurt, said he would benefit most from a single family household. Like that's, that's yeah, a single family, like a mother and a father. Right, exactly. No, that's what I'm saying. Like he would benefit from that stability. So they, he got, you know, the mom gave him custody. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> kidding. Yes. I will literally punch you. I'm, I'm not even halfway through the first I know. paragraph. I know. Like, <laughs> she got five pages. She's got half paragraph out. It's gonna be like a four-hour podcast. <laughs> so our last one was two. <laughs> we might want to split this one up. Kurt, you want to split the boys up, and we can't split that up. That, that was that was good shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so anyway, since you're listening, <laughs> right? Father left. You're arm. listening. He's He's crying. crying. He's crying. You know what? I think we are going to have to switch because I think this is giving me indigestion. Okay. From the cayenne. It's really, I thought really you guys good. already did switch. No, we didn't. No, but he's like, he's oh, my right. last stuff pipe. Well, you drank half of it. So. I did not. I didn't do it. There's not a lot in here. Don't do that again. <laughs> Back to the show. Back to reality. Whoop, there goes gravity. Oh, he's so mad, but he won't. Mike, your nuts. They're terrible. Kirk Cobain. Mom hates dad. Has scoliosis. That's it. <laughs> but what about the shit with Tad Doyle? That's weird. Tad it Doyle. is weird. Did you know that? No. Puked every day before. No, no, no. Wait till we get there. Uh -huh. Who's Tad Doyle? He was in a band called Tad. It was the first time that... Wait, no, Kirk was? No. Kurt. Tad Doyle. Stop! Kirk. I can't do this. I quit. <laughs> Kurt Cobain was in Nirvana. They were just starting to make it. They opened up for a band named Tad. Oh. And they were traveling through Great Britain. And this Tad Doyle would... He, he had some kind of stomach problem. But he would puke. That's it. Those are his notes. No. <coughs> it's not even about him. No, it's not. Um, I feel so inadequate. You should see. Look at my notes. Yeah. I'm copious. I only have two you pages, but I have like, a lot. You went from like here to like here. I just didn't have time this week. We just so busy. Like, even I took better notes than you did. No, you did not. My handwritten... Cursive notes. No, hold on. So this Tad Doyle would puke before every show. And Kurt Cobain would, he won a hold the puke bucket. Like, he was. He wanted to? He wanted to. He was obsessed with vomit, feces. And if you listen to his music, vomit, feces, and, and, and urine are highlighted throughout all their songs. If you let me finish my presentation, I, you'll I, find I, out about his first band, which was called Fecal Matter. Yes. I know Fecal Matter. Yeah, was he, uh. <laughs> I know, I know him. I met him. I know. I do it every day. I wonder if he was he a Gigi Allen fan. He had to have been. Drinking my stovepipe. It was just giving indigestion. What is with this thing? Just flying around. Oh. What? This is a tooth. No. <sighs> this is much spicier than the last time we tried it. Really? Like this can? 
You try Remember it. We, we tasted the spice at the end? Yeah. Dude, I tasted it first fucking, first sip. Yeah. It is. That's what I mean. Like, it's, you can feel it, like, right in here. I have to stop. Tastes the same with me. No. <laughs> I got it first sip. Like, I, I got a, like, a burn right I here. I smelled it wrong. I like it. Okay. So, his dad, you swallowed it wrong. His dad gets custody of him in 79. And soon after that, he says that Kurt's teenage rebellion is becoming too much for him. And, um. Well, he was breaking shit. Yeah. Like, he was, he was getting in fights. He was. He would spray paint cars near Aberdeen, Washington, where they live. He, like, oh my gosh, what was the one? Like, he was out of hand. I would have smacked the shit out of that kid. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, were his parents, like, hippie motherfuckers? No. Or you come live on the East Coast, you get your ass beat or something like that. No, I think it, they, they both just pussyfooted around everything because yeah. because of the passing back and forth. Yeah, and they tried true. to give as many chances as they could. Parenting does not come with a book. No. No, it doesn't. So, we'll just leave that this at that. This is a self-help podcast. <laughs> Where, where's, this the, is how you where's the therapy dog? See, I'm going to tell you something. Like, I'm a great parent. And I've done my best. But look, look. One birthday, he skipped my birthday to go to a wrestling show. You fucking turd. So you know what I'm doing this year for my birthday? I'm leaving here to go to Florida. <laughs> <coughs> so. She's, she's not funny. But if she tells a story every year, I wasn't here for her birthday. So. <coughs> and I did not miss her birthday party. Just saying, folks. He did. Um, so, as Kurt is, like, acting up more and everything, his dad starts giving him different, tries to give him different ways to, like, release his anger. He enrolls him in junior high wrestling. And he was actually really good at it. He was really good, really? but he would, he would get pinned intentionally. Pinned he, he would allow himself to get pinned because it would piss his dad off. Yeah. Because he knew he was better than that. Um, he, tried, right. he tried enrolling him in Little League Baseball, and he would strike out intentionally was bullied by his coach and coaches and teammates. Oh, oh okay. Sorry, go ahead. It's a sidebar. Don't worry about it. I do you want me to I'm not putting them pictures on the on the podcast. The picture was so fake. There are other pictures by the way. Yeah yeah, those are the ones he's calling fake. They 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 took Polaroid pictures at the scene and years later the police people, whatever that's called, the police office whatever that is, they found a uh, film that was never developed, and they were very detailed pictures, but they were not released to the public. Right. Right, but no, someone, the one, someone the one, was saying like they you were. you see his leg and his arm. Okay, I remember. Hey, scroll back up to the top. This. Uh, no, not that. That was not in the book. Like, the only picture I ever got this. was that. And I was like, oh, I want to know more. I'm like, there's Folks, no I will not be posting these pictures. I will not put these pictures on our podcast. I won't do it. Okay, whatever. That's your feeling. But I, I always like when I read that book, and I was like, "There's, I want more." I'm like, maybe that's just weird. I, I, I like. There's that. a lot that makes me think that there was something suspicious. She did not go with us. She just went. She did not go. She did too. She did not. It was only me and you. No, someone went with us the second time. The first time, sorry, the first time that I went, I remember the exact shirt that I wore. And the second time that we went, I got the pink misfit shirt. And it was only the two of us. No. Concert, did you guys so we're, 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 we're
Someone else went with us because I let you guys go out and I stayed to the side so I wouldn't be crowding you. I'm jelly. I've never seen the Misfits. Really? No, I haven't. Oh, we talked about the that. The time that yeah. you're thinking of was the second time, but there was nobody else. It was me. I went up and you stayed behind me and then nobody got in between us. And you, then you were you were there with somebody. <laughs> no, because then I came back and I sat on top of the speaker. I think probably one of the funnest shows I ever went to was down at um in Philly, at, sure uh, Festival Pier mm-hmm. was no yeah. effects of rancid. That's I think Dropkick. Bur- I, I think Dropkick Burpees were there too. Right. And I bought a pair of no effects socks, and I, I threw them at um, Fat Mike. Yeah. And he picked them up, and he's like, "Ah!" Oh! He's like, "No effects socks." He's like, "Anybody want them?" And I was like, I felt like, oh, like you know, no, I don't know how big no effects is, like yeah. money wise, but to me, like they. That's really cool. Yeah. I like Norfolk. Yeah. And if you ever and, listen to like and, and music, link below will be the <laughs> concert podcast like, where I talk about how many times I've seen Misfits. Yeah. Matt Mike's bass lines are ridiculous. Like, he's got to be, like, one of the top five punk bassists ever. He's just... Flea. Yes, Flea. Although, I don't know if I would consider him... Punk, but, but he is a fucking well, fantastic like punk, but he's a basic. Les Claypool. Ah, uh, what the fuck is his name? Uh, wow. What kind of language is that? It's a black guy. He was really good. Lenny B. B. Kravitz. King. Not Lenny Kravitz. B.B. King. No. No, he plays guitar. Uh, well, guitar. Bass is a guitar. What kind of music? I don't remember. Sing a song. I don't. Hum us a few bars. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, Christmas. Oh man. Um. Okay. So little league baseball, he would he was bullied by his teammates and coaches. He would strike out. He would strike out on purpose to avoid having to participate during games. I just I keyed up my phone and I said, "Alexa, call mom." (laughs) iPhones don't have Alexa. It's Siri. I hold the button down. <laughs> I have Bigsby. Oh, Bigsby. A Bigsby. Hello, Bigsby. Um. Now you've done it. So during this, this is where stuff starts getting good for Kurt. I know it's been boring thus far, obviously. No, it has not. <laughs> um. So during this period of his life, Kurt was bounced from house to house, living with family and friends. In 1981, for his 14th birthday, Kurt's uncle told him he could have a bike or a used guitar for his birthday, and he chose the guitar. Um, from there, he poured his free time into learning how to play popular songs like Stairway to Heaven. Fun fact, Kurt Cobain played left-handed despite being forced to write right-handed. He was a lefty. Son of a bitch. That was my... Yeah, I was born lefty. That was the one thing that he researched. <laughs> He's like, oh, no, you took it. You you stole my thunder. You, with your extensive research on this topic, took my one thing. This is professional <laughs> science. Um, so finally, during his second year in high school, he moved back in with his mom in Aberdeen, Washington. Two weeks before his graduation, he dropped out of high school. His mother told him. Because they, he, he said in his book, he knew he wasn't going to graduate. Yeah. Like, he dropped out because he knew he had no chance. Yeah. Um, one week later, oh, sorry, uh, his mom told him that he had to find employment or move out, and one week later, Kurt found his things packed in a box. Bye. 
Um, so from there, he lived with Get different out. friends. And occasionally on the street, he even claimed to have lived under the bridge over the Wishika, Wish, Wishika River. Um, Wishika. He says that this inspired the song Something in the Way. Later, Chris Novoselic said that Kurt spent time there and hung out around there, but there was no way he could have lived under the bridge because of the tides going up and down on the bank so often. Who said that, John? <laughs> I'm he, thinking he, the same thing. He, Chris Novoselic. He said... Mark Kurt. Mark Savage. He called this Kurt's own re-envisionism. Man, I want a sandwich. <laughs> okay, so now... The next notes that I have are specifically just some quick bullet points about um, the forming of Nirvana and Kurt's early music. Uh, 1985, Cobain formed Fecal Matter after dropping out. This was formed with the former members of the Melvin, uh, former member of the Melvins, the drummer well, Dale Clover. Let's pause there for a second because the one <laughs> video that I watched said that he tried out for the Melvins. Yes, he was very. Now Melvins is a band I know. Mm-hmm. And he wanted, like, he hung out with them forever. Yes. He was in their friend group. That's why they, the drummer came and played with him because right. that was he was one of their biggest. And he tried out for them. And they said, <laughs> Who did they he try out no with vocals. I think it's vocals, yeah. And they said, no, thank you. Probably vocals or guitar. Like they, but just, he himself even used to say that he was not a very good guitarist. That's why he used power chords. Yeah, uh, I, I beg the difference. Don't beg. I think he was a great guitarist. I don't think that he was great, but I think he did great things with what he had. He's not Eddie Van Halen. No, absolutely not. Well, no. But that's the point. Nobody is. No. Okay. So that was in 1985. In 1986, Fecal Matter disbanded. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fecal Matter got flushed. And in 1987, <laughs> after months of asking... Asking. Asking? Asking. <laughs> wow, is that like ass texting? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I asked you. In 1987, after a month of asking, Chris Novoselic formed Nirvana with Kurt Cobain. And then they good for them. I mean, <laughs> they, they, like, when did, he, when did he die? 1994. Yeah, that was like... That's like... Ten years, less than ten years. A very short seven period years, of time for them to seven. to basically Take define over, an yeah. entire decade. An yeah. entire genre. And yeah. A, yeah, genre, yeah. Yeah. Um so there are varying accounts of when Cobain and Courtney Love met. Some say it <laughs> some say it was in Portland in nineteen eighty nine, some say it was in nineteen ninety, and there's even someone claiming that they introduced the couple in nineteen ninety one. Frau Love. Regardless <laughs> They got married on February 24th, 1992, after the end of Nirvana's Pacific Rim tour. This is, this is, I found this really the funny. Pacific contract. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney Love wore a satin and lace dress, once owned by Francis Farmer, and Cobain wore a Guatemalan purse and green pajamas because he was too lazy to put on a tux, in his own words. Yeah, he was always weird with, like, his dress. Like, he always tried to, like, uh... He wore Not dresses cross, when he was a kid. Like cross dress. He would wear dress. He wore dresses and, when he was a kid. He he stated in his book that he he, he was he was heterosexual, mm-hmm. but basically he felt like growing up that he's bisexual. Yeah, he, I think that if he didn't have Courtney, yeah, he would be bisexual. I think it all goes back to his art form. He's like, I I'm trying so to like get attention, like envision. envision. I think a lot of it's attention. Yeah, I think so too. And um, another thing mm-hmm. that I think is so. In high school, I read something 
not when I was in high school, but reading about this, doing research, when Kurt was in high school, he became friends with this gay guy, and everybody used to make fun of him and call him gay and stuff, and he's like, yeah, I am gay. Whatever. And when he said that, people left him alone. So he was like, I would rather have a gay identity like people be happy. Call people gay to be hurtful. I call John gay because he's gay, and it's just <laughs> descriptive. Um, <laughs> he's a happy guy. No, I mean, it, it, between me and him, it's joking. Mm-hmm. It, there's nothing meant to be hurtful about it, but people do that to be hurtful yes. because, oh my God, you're gay. But, like, really, who fucking cares? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who cares? I don't care who John sleeps with. <laughs> like, I'm kind of curious, but I don't really care. <laughs> so, then, in August... He does uh, a whole lot of sleep. You don't want to go down that road. <laughs> uh, August 18th, 1992, their daughter, <laughs> Frances... <laughs> Why? Hi, why? I'm Mr. Hanky. Yeah, why do you have Mr. Hanky? The Christmas food. Don't make any references. We're going to get a hit. <laughs> I don't think that they would hit us. Mr. Hanky is a They hit us on Dolomite. Oh, they did. I was saying like the creators of South Park. No, 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 no. Did, do you know what Dolomite is? No. Did you watch the Kung Fu episode? Yeah, wait, you no, didn't even know what Dolomite is. I did not. did that one a couple weeks ago. Right. Did it go back yet? Oh, yeah, it's, it's like up now, 70s... but it got, it got a strike as soon as I put it up. Dolomite was like a 70s spoof comedy kung fu. Black kung fu. I, yeah, like, it, it's so... You, it's you so over-the-top, crazy, stupid. We were sitting here, like, we put it up on the screen, mm-hmm. and we're, we're, like, we're just both laughing our asses off because mm-hmm. it's, like, you go like this. Yeah, like clearly you can tell it doesn't hit he's the guy. Him, yeah. And he's like, oh! he can't get he can't get his leg up high enough. Yeah, and he back kicks him and he knocks the guy so, out. This one guy, boom Mike's coming into the stand. Yeah, boom Mike's coming in. At one point, the one guy's fighting two cops, and I guess the dirty cops because he reaches in his pocket, pulls out a bag of dope, cocaine or whatever, and he opens it up and he's like, and then he walks away. It's just like, yeah, horrible, horrible. I never thought we'd get a hit on that. Got a hit on it. That's insane. Now we're going to get this one hit because you talked about it. No, no. We showed the video. Oh, you showed the video. Like, it was like three minutes of video. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm just sitting here like, I have never seen, I don't know how I've never seen this because I've watched every stupid movie in the world. That would have been your genre. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my God. You know what Isaiah and I watched the other night? What? Grandma's Boy. That is so oh funny. Oh my God. Blow me where the pampers is. It's so funny. <laughs> oh, I, man. I have a robot vagina. <laughs> I fucking love that guy. <laughs> He's just like. <laughs> Speaking of movies, I want to give it a shout out to to uh, Casey, and he. I just I just watched the episode today. He did he, their podcast is Deluxe Edition. I'll link it below. And uh, they talked about the best movies that you've never heard of. <laughs> and I'm what like, what did I say? Huh? What was the one that I said? What was it? The man who oh, killed oh, the man, the man who killed Bigfoot and then shot Hitler. <laughs> oh uh, my gosh! So the worst movie ever. The backstory behind that is we're in Saipan. Did you know we were in Saipan? Yeah. Because like we never mentioned it. Yeah. So we're in Saipan. Like two weeks. So after four twelve, what time do you have to go back out and check the meat? <laughs> what time? Four twelve. Oh shit! Yeah. So we're, we're, this is how much my time that you've taken up. <laughs> <laughs> I am almost done. So we're watching. We're, we go back. We watch a movie, and I'm like, John, pick a movie. They go, oh, that one looks interesting. 
So we put it on, and he falls asleep. Of course. Like, you know I have to watch it all the way through OCD. I fall asleep. I had to watch the whole horrible fucking movie. Don't watch it. Don't even look for it. <laughs> you know, I was, it makes no sense. I was so beat from just... Yeah, which is from working. Working, yeah. In the, in the, in the heat. Oh, I would do it ten times over again. Mm-hmm. Continue, Lex. Cool, thank you. I digress. So, 13 wait, days... Wait, you gotta check the meat? I do. But, I mean, wait. Alright. 13 days... 13 days uh, after my dad's birthday <laughs> in 1992. So, August 18th, 1992, Frances Bean Cobain was born, which is their daughter. And I always thought it was a boy. Until Google right. stalked me and let me know it was a girl. Yes. <laughs> so... That is like the kind of like condensed biography. Now, from here, I just have kind of like bullet points and like quick little things. So between 1992 and 1994, there are several several incidents that people point to when looking for clues as to what exactly happened leading up to Kurt Cobain's suicide or death. However you want to rule it. A lot of people think it's a death, death. like a murder. A lot of people think it's a suicide. Well, there's some <laughs> pop culture conspiracies there. Oh, Hold I have on. a really good one. Here's what I think. Why did I told you this on Friday? Yeah. So when I read that book, it said he shot up four times the amount of the lethal dose. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, how can you shoot? I didn't know anything about heroin. I'm like, how can you shoot up that much and then be coherent enough to shoot yourself in the head? And then that was me when I was like 18. So now I'm thinking, why would you blow your brains out? Why not just? shoot the heroin and just fucking just die peaceful. Because you might not die. And it's not peaceful. But he had all the heroin It's kind of like suffocating. Heroin puts you to sleep. You don't realize you're dying. Yeah, but it's like suffocating, isn't it? When you OD? Right, but you... No, no. Look at all those people who get Narcan. They get mad when they get Narcan out of their fucking high. Yeah. I didn't know like, that. I was in a peaceful place. Well, because it's Narcan, the Narcan, what it does, it takes you from... Yeah, it's yeah. like adrenaline. Yeah. That's why in Pulp Fiction they stab adrenaline into it. But Narcan's not stabbing. It's just like... Well, I know, but I'm saying like... It's an inhalant. Yeah. Well, I'm saying like... So, why not... I mean, this guy is a multi-millionaire. Well, he was worth... Here, in my notes. In my notes. Yeah. So, why... He was worth $50 million when he died. I get what you're saying. Like, just to make sure... But really, that messy? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Why is, not just, okay, I know I can't take that much heroin. The thing that you have to realize is that, like, a lot of people who, like, OD on heroin and shit, their their goal isn't to die. Kurt Cobain's, if, if Kurt Cobain committed suicide, he was doing this to die. So it's like, I'm going to shoot up this heroin, I'm not going to fucking realize what's happening, and I'm going to blow my fucking The reason out. I don't dispute the suicide thing is because he had just attempted suicide several days before. Well, so... March, so he died on, they found his body April 8th. March 1st, he's diagnosed with bronchitis and severe laryngitis. He's on a tour, a European tour with Nirvana. Right, but they also said that that was not actually the case, that he was just so high. He was so fucked up on drugs that he couldn't perform, and they used that as an excuse. People do say that, but... What? <laughs> you rip your finger off. How <laughs> you like that? How you like that crack? <laughs> um, but so like, like this is just 
what like on the books this is what happened. He has bronchitis and severe laryngitis. A lot of right? I think even Dave Grawl said that this is true. That's why they canceled the tour. Because they canceled no, they didn't cancel it, but there was um They canceled like several dates. They did. They canceled several dates and then they said you're gonna have to take a month off because his voice was that fucked up. So that's why they canceled the rest of the tour. Which he, then he his died. voice could be yeah. fucked up from laryngitis, yeah. From, from bronchitis and laryngitis, absolutely. Well, no, from being high on heroin. <laughs> well that too, but so then the next day he flies to Rome and Courtney Love and their daughter Frances meet him there on March third. Well, they fly in their own to a hospital, don't they? They flew to Rome to a hospital. And that's why Courtney and they fly out Frankie there. came. Yes, they fly out there. They bring the nanny um, so that, you know, Courtney and <laughs> Kurt can have, <laughs> can have like, some alone time or whatever. So, March 3rd, the night of March 3rd, <coughs> Kurt calls the front desk and asks them to fill a prescription in Courtney's name. This prescription was for Rohypnol. Which is roofies. Right. He also orders two bottles of John champagne. John knows what that is. Oh, Rohypnol. I'm really familiar with him. He's well versed. <laughs> so, I roofie myself every night. <laughs> so, uh, he also orders two bottles of champagne. So, Courtney claims that she woke up in the morning, she finds Cobain passed out. Um, they label this as his first suicide attempt in this little conspiracy that we have going on. It's However, both conspiracy. It is. Both Kurt and the doctor overseeing his mental health said that this was not a suicide attempt, but an accidental overdose. He's in the hospital for five Listen, days. Listen, Courtney sucked. She wanted his fucking money and his fame. Listen, there's no proof of any of that. Okay, so let me say, let me interject this while we're having this conversation. When Hole was first like looking for a label, they would not go to Nirvana's label because she wanted something better than when Kurt had always. She, she wanted she wanted him, to be independent of him. No, she made him sign a prenup. No, listen, listen to this. Nine. She made him sign a prenup right before they were married, saying that she got half of everything, right? Okay. In case they got divorced. So then... That way, she, it's not just... She doesn't... She thinks that she's going to be better than Kurt. Getting the milk and not buying the cow. No, she thinks I that think she's going to be better than Kurt, and she doesn't want to lose her shit. They're just this a bunch is, of junkies. We're not going to look into this. So she wants more shit than him, right? Whatever. They're looking for a label. Eventually, Hole is signed to Nirvana's label anyway. She makes sure that she has a better deal than Nirvana does. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. She was a better artist, dollar deal. One million dollars. Oh, no. Absolutely not. Let's say my band, Hole. Like my ass. <laughs> Some songs are very good. Well, anyway, the only, I don't even, I don't even know I, you. The only one I... How dare you? The only one I know is the one you... you, you brought up before celebrity skin that we we can't play the other on one is doll parts i like both of those songs i i, I honestly till i did the research for this i never knew that courtney love was in a band i she never was. liked her because i thought she was trashy her music sucked whoa and she killed kirk Cobain. also um she was on heroin during her pregnancy yeah shortly for a short period of time when she realized oh. she was pregnant she tried to kick the habit however it's a therapy dog when Don't she, jump on that crate. You're going to break your leg. When she so. went to the hospital to have the baby, they put... Uh, what, it's not methadone. What is it? The medication... Yeah, methadone. That, no, the medication that they put heroin addicts on so that they have the baby and then they detox. Methadone. methadone. Um, it's not it's, methadone, um, is it? It's, it's either methadone or naproxone or something no, like that. No, um, I forget what it is. It's an M. Podcast therapy dogs here. <clears throat> Yay! My it's boy. a what? An M? It begins with an M. 
But it's not, uh, I don't think it's methadone. I'm pretty sure I'm methadone is one. <laughs> you ever hear the um, uh, Warren Zevon song? Which one? Uh, well, if I sing it, we're definitely going to get a hit. No, we won't. <laughs> Nobody will know what it is. There's not a chance we'll get a hit. Come on, it's 20 after. I got I to go check the meat. Okay, so anyway. so I hear mariachi static on the radio. And the tubes, they glow in the dark. So anyways, at this point in March 1994, Kurt's impossible for five Sonata, days. But um, I'm here in Echo Park. After he gets out of the hospital, Carmelita, they go, <laughs> they go home. Tina, I think I'm sinking down. So I think like two I'm weeks after this incident, on heroin on the outskirts of town. Do, do, do. So, anyways, March 18, 1994, Love calls the police and tells them that Cobain has himself locked in a room with guns, threatening to kill himself. They get there. Kurt opens the door, lets them into the house, lets them into all the rooms. He says, I'm not locking myself in a room to kill myself. She's un- intolerable. Like, I cannot be around her, essentially, is what he says. They still rule this as a suicide attempt. They confiscate three guns and pills from the house. Um, How they confiscated guns? It's 1994. I don't know. As a Second Amendment guy. All in oh, total? They're suicidal. Let's take everything. In total, I think they confiscated eight or nine guns, maybe ten from him over the course of this. They took many, many guns. Yeah, if, so, your, if your loved one says that you're suicidal and they show up and you're, you're well, that's like a red drunk, flag law. Like, like where should due process? It doesn't matter. It's like a, a like a, mm-hmm. a like I've seen it happen on that Alaska State Trooper show. They'll come right in and fucking take all your shit. Yeah, but they go the next game and get it back. Well, yeah. But the red flag laws don't allow them to do that. I just wonder how it was there, because Washington is a very... Left- like, what gun did he have? Like, a fucking BB gun? Well, no, oh, apparently a Colt. Get a, Col- a 1911. Kudos to that. Kudos. He also had a shotgun. Except for somebody I know that don't like 1911s. Who? Who? Who are you so- now? <laughs> <laughs> since the birth of... Since the birth of Frankie... She's been taken away from them and then returned to them when she's about seven months old because right. they're monitoring their heroin. Now, how long was she taken away? Like, how long did they, did they not have their daughter? I think five months. Five That's six ridiculous. Months. Well, they were fucked up on heroin. Well, I know. Like, like, like I'm well, sorry, but. It, I, what I'm saying is, it's not that the, the, mm-hmm. the government was wrong for taking them away. What I'm saying Just is, what kind of fucking parent are you? Mm-hmm. A heroin junkie. If, if someone came and took my kids away, like, my kids are my life. Legit, right, yeah. If someone came and said you well, can't have your kids because you're fucked up, right? You're not. You're well, not I would doing. straighten my ass out. You try, which Kurt did. He did. He tried to get better, and it, he just didn't try hard enough. I guess I don't know. I don't know exactly well, how heroin has a hard grip on people. Yes, yeah, it is. It's a difficult drug. It yeah. is. So does alcohol. Like, so, so there are a couple what times. Are you say? <laughs> yeah. What are you? Hey. So. <laughs> So, I there are times during this where he gets clean, he ha- starts having a rough time, he has stomach issues, he has back problems. It's, Scoliosis. Anyways, he has stomach issues, he has back problems, he's in a lot of pain. This is him saying, like, I'm doing this to self-medicate, like, nothing is helping me. Yeah. For a while, he is on a medication that does help him, but then it starts getting worse. I don't know if he gets off of that medication or what. 
This so, is why I do not take medication. That shit scares me. So he, he, well, he I mean, starts doing pain medication. medication. I hate taking pain meds. Yeah. So March 25th, 1994, it gets to a point where the label and the band Nirvana put together an intervention and uh, Cobain agrees to go to rehab. But doesn't Courtney Love call the intervention off at the last minute? But they still do it. Because it, he still goes into rehab after. But I, I thought she called it off. I don't think so. Like, I think she was there. The one video I saw said that like it got close and, and she got like jittery. Like, oh, she, oh, forget it. I don't know. I didn't see anything about that. Um, so he goes into rehab in L.A. One night later, he steps out for a smoke. He climbs a six-foot fence and takes a taxi to L.A. and flies back to Seattle. six-foot fence. Like, that's going to keep anybody in. <laughs> Yeah, why? Like, I can look over a six-foot fence. I can't. It might keep me in. I don't know. That's like twice my height I have to climb and jump down. You're not three foot tall. No, I mean, like, I have to climb up six feet and I have to go down six feet. He opened the door on a gate on a six-foot fence. So, he flies back to Seattle. He Right before he leaves the airport, he calls Courtney, leaves her a message saying, this is, I'm leaving. Bye. I'm going back to Seattle. So, Courtney Love is supposedly still in L.A. during this time. He flies back to Seattle. He sees um, the nanny that's there. I forget his name. They call him Callie. He sees Callie. He talks to him. He's like, hey, man, like, I'm home. Like, blah, blah, blah. He's like, where's Courtney? He's like, yeah, still in L.A., I guess. Like, whatever. They're talking. Whatever. So then one morning, Callie says he wakes up. Cobain's on the end of his bed sitting there. Like, just they talk for a little bit, hang out, whatever. And he's like, I'm going into town. I'll see you later. Callie's like, okay, cool. Bye. Kirk goes into town. They say that he uses his card to buy like forty dollars worth of flowers, and there are some sightings of him with a woman, like an unidentified woman. So there are theories that say that Courtney thought Kirk's cheating on me with this bitch. I'm gonna take him out. Oh, I see where you go with this. Yes, I did hear that that theory. Yes, and then there part of this theory is that she hired somebody else to kill him. This guy comes forward and says, "Hey, she offered me." half a million dollars or whatever it was to kill Kurt Cobain. A couple days later after he says this, he's found dead. I did <laughs> hear that. That's suspicious to me. But <clears throat> they're in a drug ring. You know what I mean? They're like in this this yeah, they, they, when you, in a bad area. When you interject drugs into anything. It's bad. It's just bad. So Yeah, I think that makes you less credible. So something happens. Courtney Love, I think, has a drug overdose in LA. So Callie flies down to LA so that he can take care of Frankie. Because Courtney's going to rehab now essentially. But she, the date that she got out of rehab doesn't line up, like, with when she was supposed to leave rehab, right? So they think that maybe she got out early, went up to Seattle, and offed him or hired somebody else to do it, something like that. Yeah, so I always, I always thought that she not, didn't do it herself, but somebody maybe I don't set know. it up. So uh, on April 8th, 1994, Kurt Cobain's body was discovered by an electrician that was hired to put security cameras on the property. Excuse me. A suicide note was found near him addressed to his childhood friend in which Cobain stated he had not felt the excitement of listening to <clears throat> or creating music and writing for too many years. Uh, that's, that's a reason to kill yourself. High concentrations of heroin. Well, when, when the art is all you have, when you feel like, like that's, that's your sole purpose. I don't buy it. What? He's a drug addict. The only thing he has, in, the only thing positive he has in his life is music. So, he... Writes this, you know, whatever. They find high traces, uh, high concentrations of heroin and traces of diazepam in his system. Diazepam is a tranquilizer, like yes. sedative. Um, the coroner said that his body had been there for days, estimating April 5th, 1994, as his date of death. 
people questioned Callie as to why he didn't look in the room. You know, where did you think he was? Like, why didn't you search the house more? You know what I right. mean? He said, the first time that he talks to police, he says that it's just a, like an unfinished room filled with wood. He didn't even think to go in there. The second time he says he didn't even know the room existed. Huh. Weird. I don't know about that. Right, which is why it's suspicious. Well, there's a lot of suspicious. Like, yeah, there's but, a lot of suspicious stuff. But with any death, you can interject suspicion into it. Yeah. Well, I mean, like people said that he just, he loved Courtney Love so much that that was just the love of his life. And after Frankie was born, that was it. There was no going back. Like he was just, if he was going to live, but, it was going to be with them. So, and that's the story of Kurt Cobain. So, he died when he was 27 years old. 27 years old, white lighter. Which, which leads me to my, my research. Your last note. <laughs> there were several other. It's called the 27 Club. The, yeah. So, it's Jimi Hendrix. Died in 1970 at the age of 27, drug overdose. Yeah. Brian Jones of the Rolling Stones, one of the founding members, died in 1969 uh, of a suspicious accidental drowning. Mm-hmm. Janis Joplin. In 1970, of a heroin overdose. Yep. Jim Morrison. Uh, I don't think they ever figured out. He died in a bathtub. Yeah, they never figured out his cause of death. Really? It remains a mystery. Stupid French. That's in 71. In 2011. What about Mama Cass? Isn't she on there? I don't know. We she, mm-hmm. was, she was older than 27. She died of a ham She was a mama. Uh... Amy Winehouse in 2011 of alcohol poisoning, and I can relate to that one. And Robert Johnson in 1937. And now, I didn't know who Robert Johnson was, but according to the research, Bob Dylan, Eric Clapton, Robert Plant, Rolling Stones, all used him as an influence for their music. Hmm. And he was found dead along the side of the road, poisoned. What? And they believe it was a jealous wife, wife's husband. Hmm. Jim Morrison is believed to have died by a heart attack brought on by a, dr- a heroin overdose. Right. Well, that's what they said, but the, there was mystery. The uh, cause of death is not listed on the, the death certificate, I don't believe. Yeah. That genre that uh, Kurt's one girlfriend was from is called Riot Girl. <clears throat> so. Part of third wave feminism. That is the story. Of Kurt Cobain? Kirk Cobain. Uh, one of my favorite runner-up theories for this is that Kurt Cobain faked his death and became Rivers Cuomo of the band Weezer. <laughs> there is okay. actually, actually, that last year during that tour, there, Weezer was also on a tour, and there's only one date that potentially overlaps, but it might be a misprint. <laughs> So that means that it's it's possible. So and if you look at them, they do have similar facial features. If you just take a look, there's some shit that you could change with plastic surgery. Like Kurt Cobain has that butt chin, and yeah. uh, and uh, Rivers Cuomo does not. Huh. But that's like they have it's very like the similar whole Elvis features. conspiracy. Yeah. So there you have it, folks. We took on the death of Kurt Cobain and some other things, and some other things, and lots of other things. Yes. <laughs> Music, and now you go take on the world. Hold on, stop. Welcome back to the shit show 2.0. Okay, boomer. Damn millennials. Wow. (laughs) Did not know that. 
even flirters who who are obviously mentally ill. Oh, this is gonna go downhill real quick.